Hi, all you SPMEs out there. Today's video has three points, and you're going to want to stick around because the third point is a secret as to where exactly to find the best keywords when it comes to publishing low content books. So let's get into it. So you're an author or you're somebody interested in publishing books on Amazon, and you've been thinking a little bit about what types of books you should publish. Now, low content books, which would be books where you're not actually writing that much, maybe a journal or a calendar or a sketchbook or something along those lines, and you've heard of people publishing in these niches that have resulted in them making an awful lot of money off of Amazon. At the same time, you're not sure if they're right for you, and you need to know which keywords you should be using in 2021 in order to make as much money as possible if you're going this particular route. And this is exactly what we're going to explore in today's video, so no need to be frustrated with this one. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Hit the subscribe button if you find this video helpful because I'm trying to beat the YouTube algorithm and get this out to as many authors and inspiring, aspiring authors as possible. So in addition, you should check out below in my description a, my absolutely free self-publishing secrets checklist to make sure that you are not skipping any of the critical steps in order to get your book self-published and selling. So let's get started. Well, from my own side of things, when I first got started with self-publishing, I had heard about this concept of low-content books, and I wasn't quite sure what to think about them. I mean, are they a scam? You're putting books on the market with, without actually writing much of anything in order to make a sale? Maybe this is some sort of a, of a, of a scam that the reader, the buyer, the purchaser of these books is really going to lose, which would make it not ethical to go about doing this route. So that was one of the first thoughts I had, and I had heard heard of people making an awful lot of money. Some of these people making, I don't even know, like $50,000 a month, $60,000. It was insane amount of money traveling, transferring through what was going through these particular books. So maybe it was a scam. That was what I was originally thinking. But then I heard about the power of journaling daily. That is to say the power that some of these journals were in fact delivering to the people doing it. I even started journaling myself. Now, I prefer to do it on an iPad, then it doesn't really cost anything, but many people like to do it by hand where you're writing on a piece of paper with a pen or a pencil, maybe even a fancy fountain pen. All of these things can help make it a, even that much better of an experience, but there's no scam whatsoever involved in this. So the book has nearly no content, but can provide an insane amount of value to the person who buys it because maybe they want to have that help in order to figure out what exactly one of the when it comes to journaling or calendars keeping track of your calendar or maybe it's like a baby journal where you're notate noting down all of the different phases of development or for your dog or or for yourself personally sometimes when we write stuff down it helps our brains concentrate a little bit better i take notes all the time so even notebooks that would help you organize your thoughts and figure out bullet journals or all sorts of stuff that that can be helpful in this sense and so I completely changed my mind on this category. The key is you need to make it clear to your readers that when you're going through these particular books, what they can expect. Yes, many of the pages are going to be identical. I haven't 
personally published in these areas. I even see on Ingram Spark where they say, we don't want your low content books. So if 90% of the book, I forgot what it was the last time I read it, is identical to the other, the other portion of the book, well then we want to make sure that they would say, no, we don't really want to publish those particular books on our site, which is completely up to them within their rights. But let's not pretend these books aren't important and don't make a difference because they definitely do. And that was my own personal experience when it came to low content books. So I have not purchased any, nor do I write or publish any, but I have no problem with them. But let's get into the keyword side of this. So KDP Keyword Research Guide for low content books. I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to know. The first big three categories that come to mind are calendars, journals, and sketchbooks. So what we're dealing with is somebody who's looking, they've got their book, they, they've got an idea of what they want, and then you have these three areas. But then we'd want to know, well, what types of journals? Is it a baby journal? Is it a horse journal, a puppy journal? Maybe you've got fish you want to journal. People really enjoy journaling on all sorts of stuff. The same goes for your calendars, a calendar that maybe they want to put pictures where you can put a picture in the calendar that each of the months, or maybe it already has pictures in there. So you're finding low cheap content or low cost content to put into those calendars that you can use and sell these calendars. So that's another option, or maybe a drawing or coloring book calendar. These are all, all options that are available to you if you're going the low content route. The final thing is a sketchbook. As I mentioned on the calendar, you can have sketching, but also just a sketchbook. So it would help a person train or learn to draw better, or maybe to get their thoughts and ideas out, which can be very helpful. So again, it doesn't really require much content, just an idea of what they're going to draw and a bunch of blank pages to go about doing that. Now, when it comes to the keywords, which is in fact the whole point of this video, we're going to use KD Spy. You can find my affiliate link below in the description. This is the tool that I use when it comes to finding keywords. It's either this one or keywords also I use. I use Publisher Rocket, which you also can find my affiliate link below. But KD Spy is the one, it's been my go-to tool. Now I know some people like the, the, the Publisher Rocket. You can decide for yourself. I still like the KD Spy tool myself when it comes to doing it, to figuring out the sub niches. Because as we're going to see, as we go down into it, as you just looking at calendar or journal or sketchbook, it's too broad. There's just too many books, but we'll get into that because my secret answer of the day is going to help reveal this. And that is the secret answer to how exactly to go about finding it. It is that you need to watch the next couple of slides and I'm going to explain exactly how to use this tool. I haven't done so much of this in my videos previously, but I think it will be helpful for you to better understand. The first thing to know when we're using KD Spy, it's that we just installed the the add-on that goes into your thing, into your browser, whether it's Chrome or Firefox. Uh, they may have one for some of the others, uh, the other ones as well, Edge maybe. But it, at these ones at any rate, you install it in there and you just hit the button at the top and it immediately opens up a menu. Then we could go, to, takes us to Amazon where we can then do a search on the Amazon store. And what we're doing is we're looking at the Kindle store and we just type in the item that we're looking for. Now in this case, the item that we're looking for is a journal, okay? So we're looking at the journal that they have and the journals that come up, we're looking at how many hits they get, okay? So we'll see how many items show up. In this case, I think it's 50,000. And then we're gonna see how many of those have a basic sales rank as I have over on this side of the screen. Of the top 100, we make sure we look at the top 100 results for that keyword. And in this case, I believe it is 10 that show up with that keyword for journal, okay? But this is where the magic, and you'll see here, it also points out inside of the keyword under the I, 
that it has 50,000. Now, the, number, the books have a high average number of reviews, which is 276. This matters because we're dealing with social proof, but in reality, when running ads, we don't need any reviews in order to get sales, and then that can start bringing in the reviews that we need. So this is one of the key things to remember is that, so with Katie Spy, we immediately can sort by the basic sales rank and see the number of books that are in the top 100,000. Why does that matter? That matters because those books are selling a copy a day. It gives us a really good idea how popular they are. And then comes in the top things, 50,000 books that are total available in that keyword. We have 10 of them in the top 100,000 basic sales rank, which means there's an awful lot of books. And that means the magic ratio, that's 50,000 divided by 10, it gives us 5,000 is our magic ratio for this particular book. Now, I personally like ratios that are less than 30. So this book is way more than 50, 70 times more uh, bad, worse than books that I personally like to publish in. So I would be looking for a, for a magic ratio of 30 when we're going about doing this. This is for the results for those top 100 books for this given keyword. So, but what do we do if we end up with a book like this? Does this mean that journal is not a popular keyword, a, a keyword that's going to work for you? Well, the answer is yes, it's not going to work for you. It's going to be too difficult to compete for this keyword. However, and this is the key here, you need to change the keyword to make it more specific. So we might say puppy journals and see what shows up for that one, you see? So by getting more specific on our keyword, it's going to pull down the total number of results for those that specific keyword or keywords. And then we're going to see the number of results in the basic sales rank. And when we find something that is in that, let's say under 50, I wouldn't go over 50, under 50 for the, for the magic ratio, maybe even under 30. Some of the books I've published were in the ratio between 10 and 20. We're making a killing on Amazon. And but, but within that ratio, it's going to give us that supply of keywords we need. Another key trick is on Amazon is type in the word journal and then see what other words come up afterwards. You can do the exact same thing on Google. And the Publisher Rocket gives also tools to show you similar words and pulls up a whole pile of keywords that we can experiment and test in order to figure out which ones are going to be best when it comes to these low content books. This strategy also works with any of your book niches, but at least with the no content books, it's going to give us that ability to find out these areas where we have a lot of hungry readers who are buying a lot of books, but there are just so few books available in that niche. And this is the secret answer for today. My question for you, though, is have you considered publishing low-content books? If you have, write yes below in the comments. And if you've never considered it before, write no below in the comments so I know exactly where you're coming because it will help me make better videos for you in the future. And check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.